Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Auto Know Better podcast post-match review, Brady and Cork. Uh, you might see tonight that I'm joined by some familiar-ish faces and some not so familiar faces tonight we've got podcast virgin charlie hunter on how you doing mate very well thank you glad to be on thanks, thanks ever so much for joining us and then uh the podcast cat who gets around more than on different podcasts and working for bbc and doing all sorts of bits and pieces big lou how you doing mate hello yeah i'm right <laughs> <laughs> like a pub cat aren't you big lou you just you, you're about as loyal as a as a, as a pub what, I can't even fucking get my words out. Forget no, it. I'm a, I'm a loyal whore. <laughs> a loyal whore, yeah. Um, yeah, plenty to talk about tonight, fellas. And uh, we've got a couple of people I know wanting to come on and, and say their piece as well. So we'll run an intro and we will get into it. Hi, this is Don Matteo. And you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. Evening, fellas. Yeah, I don't know why, why, why I can't get my words out. It is very late now. I don't tend to like doing these ones too late. I've got a long day at work tomorrow. I'm already panicking a little bit about that, but at least I don't have to go into work not in the fourth round of the cup. Um, first things first, then obviously we can start with that opener, I think, because it's probably going to be the talking point of the papers and everything I should imagine in the morning on the back, back pages, but 20-odd seconds, I think it was, was it? Yeah, yeah, 24 like or something. On it. Yeah, brilliant. 20, 20, 24 seconds. Willigan on top with, a, with a, his best Di Canio impression at the back post. Um, do you think he was better than Di Canio's? Uh, hard to say, yeah, probably. Because it was Leeds, obviously. It, yeah, it was, a, it was a, a Leeds player. Leeds player scoring it. Uh, it took me by surprise. I don't know about you boys. I wasn't... <laughs> we ever scored I missed early. it. 
I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'll get a cheeky piss in before it before we before we kick off, and we'll we'll never score it first fucking first few minutes anyway. Uh, so well, yeah, if, missed it. If you're if you're watching on the app, yeah, you're probably seeing the goal about now. On the ITV app. What do you? I mean, he's he's sort of taking. Taking it by storm, Willie, isn't it? You know, he's he's coming as 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 the, our third choice signing after Bemba Diang and um, who was the other lad? The other lad who was going to Liverpool that we were chasing, Dutch fella Gakpo. 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 So we ruled Gakpo out. I think then we moved on to Bemba, Bemba Diang down in was it Marseille or somewhere like that. Um, mm. That fell through because uh, he wouldn't get on a plane or something. Then failed his medical elsewhere, and then and then we were left with Willigan Onto, and everybody was actually like, "Oh my god, that's a panic buy!" Do you know, third choice. You're just buying somebody for you know to keep the fans happy. Uh, yeah. And now look, now look at us, uh, Charlie. What do you what do you what do you actually think of Willie? Oh, no, Onto. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, look, I think he's brilliant. Um, he's clearly uh, much better than Marsh thought at the beginning when he said he's not Premier League ready. He's more than Premier League ready. And if Italy are picking him, has he played five times for them? Something like that. Then he's got to be. There's got to be something there, aren't there? Um, for me, he's been superb. Um, I, I would have liked to have ideally taken him off at half time. I think we've got to wrap him in cotton wool. Um, so I was pleased when he got subbed. I know the ball wanted his hat trick, but. If we're going to move up this table and, and get out of a relegation scrap, then it's players like him. But he's brilliant to watch, and that's what that's what you want to see in it as a fan. Gets you off Absolutely. your seat. So exciting, mate! And and we we, we obviously we were, we were we were sort of pining for a replacement for Raf when we knew we'd lost Raf. We were we were we were like, who's going to be that person to get us off the seats when we're going forward? And we seem to be inundated with him this season. We've got some of who's playing oh. out of his skin. Yeah, and Sinisteri, we thought he was the, the direct replacement, didn't we? And, and he, yeah. he looked great till he got injured. So, uh, look, there's loads of positives um, attacking-wise. And, uh, you know, and, and Marsh has got to find a way of fitting them together. And it does look like that that is, you know, obviously today. And I know it's only Cardiff, but but the, there's, there's trouble in other regions. But there's a lot to be positive with, especially with Willie. Yeah, I think I, I can't, can't, can't disagree. I mean... Lou, the scoreline then. I mean, it probably it's a bit kind on Cardiff, really, for me. Well, I don't know what your thoughts were. Yeah, it's too. It was an ailing mistake and a dodgy penalty. I, I'm not going to read too much into that. And Cardiff, Cardiff were poor. We probably should have beaten them that in the first leg, to be honest. But um, but we didn't. And um, I think yeah, Charlie's right. Tonight is about is about the positives. It was about um, Bamford scoring. It was about winning. Yeah. It was about being clinical and yes, there are going to be question marks over the defence as there is going to be pretty much for the rest of the season, I imagine. Um, but it was better. Um, Harrison was good. Um, but but also, Sinistera um, coming back, we've got Summerfield who's only out for a month. Um, so hopefully he'll be back soon. And just a quick one on, on Summerville. I'm really, really pleased for him. So, but quite often with these young players, they normally get their chance through an injury of a senior player. And he's done really well to to take his chance. And I think it's great that we're, we're talking about him um, in that way. We are sport for choice on the wings now, um, which is awesome. And um, uh, yeah, but 
obviously that leaves Dan James to be forgotten about and probably a massive waste of money, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Just God so jelly. When when we signed uh, William Minto, it was we were all thinking, well, why don't we just keep Dan James? Yeah, mm. yeah. There was a lot of that. There was a lot of that. Deadline day, wasn't it? So and clearly, Ed and Shoulders better, isn't he? I, but I think if we were to actually properly look into Nonto when we signed him, though, and th there wasn't really any YouTube highlights or anything or any excitement about him. I think more because we were deflated about not getting Gakpo. I think that was yeah. the thing with the fan base at the time. And it's a, it was a small price tag as well. So it was nothing to be excited about. Um, I'm not going to start looking into the transfer market and what whatever he's worth after four or five games. I had to listen to Lee Dixon bang on about not getting too excited about him and he's young and stuff. But he, he is right. Um, but the, the other commentator was just going on about, oh, yeah, where's he going next? It's like, um, well, let's enjoy him while we've got him. We're going to have him for another season at least. He's yeah. not going to just go jetting off. But why are we going to talk about bigger teams already? You know, like it's boring. It's yeah, it's a little bit. I mean, and 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 one thing we, we we tend to do. I think I think all football fans do it, but certainly as a, as a Leeds fan, we're, we're guilty of is is putting a lot of expectation on that on these young stars that do make an impact in the first team. You look at you look at Joffy last season, um, yeah. who changed changed a number of games and was probably quite influential in his staying in the league. I would say um, some of the touches he had and and, and goals he scored, um, and I think. We've just got to appreciate what a great player we've got, but we've also got to sort of take a little bit of pressure off them if possible, you know, because eighteen, nineteen years old, man, I, you know, I was, I was still sniffing poppers and running around like a dickhead, like on the street, you know, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was uncontrollable, and you, you can see it sometimes. He only loses his temper. He's still a young kid. You can see it in him, and until he matures, he's probably, you probably won't ever get the best out of these players. But we just need to be very careful that we don't set our expectations. Yet we can have expectations, and we obviously we want to see him play well for us, but. Ultimately, we don't want to be really relying on a 19-year-old winger every game to get us, you know, to get us into the positions. Of course, no, we we don't. But I like I like that side of him. I like the fact he's getting stuck in and getting a yellow card and and getting in amongst it. You know, he's five foot four or whatever he is. He's probably four foot wide. He's like a little tank, he's a bit taller than Joe. Usually comes on you, I think. <laughs> um, but I, you know that we need that actually. In, in year the last ten years, we've been too soft. For me, as a team, we haven't yeah. had that nasty edge, and obviously we've just lost someone like Click, who's got that shithousery in him. So someone like Willie coming in, I, I love that. If it's and Adams as well, Adams has had it today. Yeah, he didn't take any nonsense, does he? So no. um, if if it's if it's a red card once a season and a few yellows here and there, I can live with that. Yeah, apparently yeah. Click was flipping V's at the Cardiff. Place yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it was. He had his way past him. He got his. He went like that with his hat. <laughs> I think they were singing. I think they were singing. Uh, who are you? Who are you? Something like that to him in his, in his in his you know his leopard print coat or whatever it was he had on the absolute hero. But um, but yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I think it's really it's an exciting time. Um, you know, there was a point recently as, as a Leeds fan where we were crying out for somebody else to do what Raf can do and, and, and other attacking options other than Bamford because we all thought Rodrigo was shit Rodrigo's scoring goals yeah Bamford's come back and scored three and two you know we've got we've just signed our 
you know, record signing from who will have big expectations. I think that's going to be just on that actually on Rutter, um, Charlie. What do you, do you think the fact that that we've brought him in on such a big price tag, but the other forwards are performing well, might take a bit of heat off him? I hope so. Yeah, because we are as Leeds fans, we are bad at that at building them up too quick and putting too much pressure on them. So. Um, someone in one of the group chats put, who do you pick as your top four, you know, one up front and three just behind from a list of eight or eight or nine players. We, we've got a bit of depth there now. And for me, Rodrigo keeps starting until he stops scoring and gives Paddy time just to get his 20-minute cameos and all that. I do think we're better as a team with Paddy on the pitch and I desperately mm-hmm. want him back to full fitness. Yeah. But we've got to give him time to get his feet and then Paddy, you know, Paddy has to be scoring though doesn't he if he's on the pitch and and that's what that's that's I guess why you say Rodrigo only comes out the team when he stops scoring uh, uh, for me yeah look at you know his record is is he fourth fifth top scorer in the Premier League you know yeah everyone else yeah, in the 11. bottom half would would give the right arm for that but he's brilliant yeah. uh, although uh, I did yeah, Lee Dixon say he's uh, well known for his pace tonight. Um, so I don't know what games, <laughs> I don't know what games he's been watching. Uh, he isn't Lee. He absolutely isn't. No. <laughs> Lee Dixon. Lee Dixon's fucking clueless. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. Good to come out tonight in terms of punditry and commentary. And I hated myself for saying this. I tweeted it earlier. Roy yeah. Keane before the game. Anybody uh, heard his comments on Leeds United? Um, he yeah. was absolutely spot on. He was. He, he was mentioning about look. It's only the third year back in in the Premier League. They need to build. Um, Everything yeah. that Lee, you know, it was all so positive and also it was actually spot on. As you know, for me, it was, yeah, it, it I was agree. spot on. Um, and I, I hate and agree with him. Did you yeah. hear what he said at half time as well about um, Willie's goal? Well, no, I might miss that. Yeah, the, the, the presenter, whoever it was, asked him, you know, what, what do you think about that? And he sort of just smiled and said, well, I couldn't do that. You know? yeah. Uh, yeah. That's how good a goal it was. It's Brilliant. a special talent to even think about doing a yeah. fucking karate kick, you know, 26, yeah. 26 seconds into a game, burying yeah. it. But, um, but yeah, we, we have got uh, two or three people waiting to join us tonight. So we'll get the first on and just have a bit of a chat with them and then around the game. And it's first up, we've got Sal. Sal, how are you doing, mate? Not bad. Yourself? Very well. Thank you for asking. Cheers for joining. Another podcast virgin, I believe. Is that right? No, I did one with you a while back. I think. Oh, did you? I must. I must. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not oh. one to forget a face, Sal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Unless I was steaming. But uh, thanks ever so much for jumping on, mate. Really appreciate it. Um, right then, five two. Uh, on to the next round. Away tie potentially, depending if Boreham would get through. Because I've heard, I've just read something on Twitter that if they get through, they might flip the flip the ground so they get more more money out of it or something on those lines. But are we in a position to start getting excited about the cup yet, Salen? I don't know. Like I thought we played a very strong team and Cardiff actually rested a few players. I've always said that I've I've always been one for pick your youth and pick your fringe players. Um and even like if even if we play them, you'd expect even a weakened team to beat them as well. I reckon yeah. if if you're going into semis and final, then yeah, pick pick your strongest. But up until then, I've always thought blood blood your players, give the youth team. Because to be honest, Cardiff were poor, and I thought if we had Perkins, Joseph, and Joffy on from the start, I think they would have done him as well. We tried that yeah, in the well, first leg, though, did we not? Yeah. 
Yeah, we did. We did. And I think I think it was I think it was only because we brought the more influential players on that we actually got a replay out of it in fairness. Because um, but I'm with you, Sal. I would have absolutely I, I mean you saw my predicted lineup or the team I would have played, but I have a feeling the reason we saw such a strong side tonight was simply because of the pressure Jesse Mars is under. Uh, and it, 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 we couldn't take anything. He he couldn't take anything other than a loss today. Yeah. Would you, what 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 are your thoughts, gents? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, which which I hope doesn't carry into Sunday. Obviously, we've seen we've seen Verber or Warber or whatever you call him. He's he, he went off. He, he was still moving moving relatively well, but um, he obviously signalled to go off. He felt something wasn't right. Oh, so um, we hope that 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 risk does pay off, and we still got relatively you know come out of it relatively unscathed. I think, but 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 in terms of the actual performance themselves, what do you? I mean, take away their two soft goals. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think it was a good? Good performance? Or was it what you expected, really? It's hard to gauge, isn't it? Because Cardiff are poor. Um, and mm -hmm. it's the team that, I mean, with the difference between us and the levels of players that we had out on the pitch, you'd expect that. But then given how bad we've been over quite a while, it's probably one of our best performances. Um, Attacking-wise, we were quite dominant, I thought. Um, everything does run off our runners, though. I think everything about us now is about um, Ganotto, about Rodrigo getting through round. Harrison was brilliant for probably the first time in a while. Yeah, that that assist was amazing. Yeah, uh, just just on Harrison then, Lou. Uh, how do you think he he looked in that role today? Did we did we play a four three three then today with with those with 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 Rocker and Adams sitting with 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 Harrison well, more of a box to box type role today? Well, yeah, Harrison and um, and and Nonto kept switching, didn't they? But it looked a bit four four two at some point. Like points, it was very um, we chopped and changed. But the the way I saw it in the first half was. There was a lot of space for one. There was a lot of runners. Um, you, we got so much time on the ball. There was a few poor touches where we managed to keep possession. Where, as you, when you watch a lot of Premier League football, you'll see that poor touch normally means you lose possession. There wasn't mm -hmm. that tonight, and it meant that we, we we could keep the ball and build something, we, which is good. We were still clinical. Um, I'm not going to sit here and praise Marsh because I was pretty much Marsh out on Friday. I was fuming. Um, the fist pump annoyed me um, in, in, in the defeat. It was, I'm not one to bang on about good performances. I don't want to be sitting here talking about how good we were against Arsenal when we lost 1-0, how good we were in Marsh's first game against Leicester when we lost 1-0. There hasn't been enough good performances. This was one. Some of the attacking play tonight was shades of Bielsa in, in, in terms of seeing players flood forward in numbers. And we sort of saw that a little bit in, in terms of retrieving the ball and going back as well. Unfortunately, um, we still do concede um, too many goals. But I, there's so many positives tonight. And we do still need to put the ball in the net. We do still need to beat poor sides. And history tells us uh, in the FA Cup, we don't beat poor sides. We lose to them. So that's how we have to look at it tonight. Every single narrative... Yeah. Every single narrative, whenever Leeds are on telly in the FA Cup, is look at this list of teams they've lost to, <laughs> and it's it's yeah, yeah that, that might sort of put. I, I don't even want a run really in the in the FA Cup, but if if we can build confidence through beating teams and 
and blooding some players like Sal said and getting our, our youth playing, then it's only a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, I I um I said as much at two 0 down at Cardiff last week or whatever it was. I was I was just in the stands at half time talking to to the lads. I was like, look, I'd rather fucking lose than, than, than draw this two two. And then when we scored a second, I was like, fucking get in. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, it's just more for the fans just to shut their fans up because they were weren't half giving us it down there last week, and and, and you know they they, they they are dog shit, and and we should be we should be putting away teams like that. But as you say, the narrative and and and, and the history of of us as a club, certainly in, in the cup, is, is isn't great. And yeah, it's nice to actually be in the fourth round for 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 once. And I think we've got a. a a kind, shall we say, draw in in the next round. Um, so so that could then see us into. I mean, I don't want to start jumping jumping the gun here, but into the last sixteen. But um, yeah, I, but yeah, I I admire your confidence, Luke. We've had, we've <laughs> come unstuck against worse than uh, than Accrington Stanley. Yeah. Boring, you you we, can see so. it now, can't you? But we'll get Boreham Wood oh. away, and they'll have a an ex Love Islander up front playing number nine. And he'll score. <laughs> and he'll score. <laughs> I'd say one um, thing though. I mean, I think Big Lou is right. Um, there was shades of Belisa, and I thought for the first time in a, quite a while, we we had some wit, not just yeah. with the fullbacks, but actually Harrison touch uh, was hugging the touchline. Gnotto always hugs the touchline. There was actually an out ball, and I think for the yeah for quite a while, probably in the last four or five matches. We didn't give the way possession every 30 seconds or so because there was actually someone to switch it to. And I think yeah. everyone who's been on um, Rocker's back, if they watched most of today's match, forgetting the quality of opposition, but he was able to spray the ball about yeah. because there was someone to ping it to. Yeah, no, I think I, I, I completely agree. But one thing I would say on that, though, Sal, is... Do you think we looked a lot wider because we, were, we we controlled the possession and controlled the ball? That doesn't happen every week in the Premier League, and we seem to when we lose possession, we seem to tighten up, and 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 it's just difficult to get in and out so often. I think so. Whereas I, I think one of the biggest problems we have with losing possession is because we are so it's so congested. I like uh, Arison's uh, pass to uh, what's his face Samaka last week was because. Oh, yeah. every, Everything's so congested in the middle. They just mm. see all they see is um, a quick one-two, and it comes yeah. off maybe two or three times. But then two or three times you're going to give it away, and if you're giving it away just outside your box all the time, you're going to get punished. Mm. I, I seen a, I seen a graphic on on I can't remember who shared it. it was on somebody's Twitter yesterday, and um, it was it was essentially just highlighting how many goals we'd conceded due to individual errors and we had three players in the top five I think or top six three players that had made individual errors leading to goals um which great you know individual errors happen but if they're happening so regularly and and, and such a high frequency in comparison to the rest of the league where does where does that where does that where does that sit, and who, 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 whose fault is that? You know, do we, do we, do we blame Marsh and his style and his tactics, or have we just got shit players? I, I don't yeah. think we have got shit players. I think it's it's down to the system. You've, we've got, and, and I think Sal's absolutely right. The last couple of games, we've had more width, partly because of Willie, and he does hug the touchline more, but partly because I think whether that's Marsh realizing he needs to put in more width, or the players naturally 
reverting to type, it's improved it. If you look at that Villa goal, um, I saw it on Twitter, I'll find it and retweet it. Um, There's there's 30 odd passes and we go across the back four two or three times and then there's the ball over the top. Yeah, but it's width. It's width at the back. It's width. Martin Riley did it, didn't he? He sped it up. Yeah. he sped it up. So he's yes. done over. Yeah, it was. It. Yeah, you know, exactly. Um, yeah. So you know what I'm on about. So, and and tonight, okay, opposition and all that, but it came down to a lot of it came down to at the right time having it wide and then getting it across. The ball from Harrison is brilliant, but he should be out wide, not in the middle for me. Yeah. Now the fair point. Fair point. Brilliant ball. Um, Sal, just really quickly, because we have got uh, another one or two to get on, um, and I don't really like asking this question, I don't suppose, after such a, uh, a convincing win, but where are you on, on the Jesse in and out situation? How long do you think he's got left to prove it? Do you think tonight's enough? No, t- I mean, tonight's a good start, but Brentford's a massive game, and I think Nottingham Forest is a massive game. Um, How many he- points do you think we need from those two from it for him to keep his job? I think I think he's got to get. Thing is, I think personally, I think he has to get four, four points. Yeah, I agree with that. But yeah. but I I do feel he is the 49ers man, and you've bought in Werber, um, and it'd be a strange decision to sack someone after you've just bought them a thirteen million pound defender. And then yeah, and then and then the thirty odd million quid striker that 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 yeah. didn't play tonight. Rutter in one, what, How do you pronounce his name? Rutter or Rutter? Rutter. I don't know. But one person I thought didn't really do anything in the match was Greenwood. Really? I thought he had quite a steady game. Um, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why. Where did he start tonight? Did he start in the 10 spot or did he start sort of defensive? I thought it was central. Yeah, he was central. Um, He was one of the players, um, I forgot to mention, who was, was making the runs playing sort of just like literally just behind Rodrigo. Yeah. Um I I I agree Lou. I think he had a solid game. Um his his set pieces are decent most of the time but he failed yeah. to beat he did fail to beat the first man a few times which is a bit annoying but I think he works really hard. I think Greenwood's playing out of position. Um but he you can see him getting gradually gradually better the more he plays in midfield. Um and I think we look like a better team when he plays, to be honest, as well. Um, he, he's been unlucky to be to, to be left out, but I, I I think some of that is down to the fact that Marsh is trying things. Um, I, to, to, I feel a little bit with him that we shoehorn him in just to try and get him game time. And personally, I'd yeah. like to see more of Gaiabi or however you pronounce his name. Fair point, fair point. Uh, Although I thought he's, he he's a driving player, isn't he? He picks it up. He's yeah. got that era kind of run on him. Yeah. Well, whilst I thought he had a good game at Cardiff, I felt he was a little bit old man. And I think the game changed when we swapped him for for Warber to come on in midfield and controlled it a little bit better. Um, Gabby looks a great talent. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel he he's got a lot of maturing to do in terms of first you know first first team football for me. I mean, we're all entitled yeah. to to opinions. But these okay. these are the games you want these young lads playing in, isn't it? Because you wouldn't yeah, want uh, ideally, two or ideally. Three of them in the in you know we don't want two or three of them playing against Brentford on Sunday, I don't think. No, no. ideally no. I, and, and it goes back to what I said about Marsh being under yeah. so much pressure. I think it yeah. had this had this come after a couple of wins in the league and you know there were no you know away ends not chant half of the way ends out chanting chanting Marsh out at Villa and uh, even yeah. after a relatively good performance. Um 
I think we'd have probably seen a completely different lineup tonight, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. If if we get less than four points and he's still in his job, then in the next two games, and he's still in his job after that, say we draw them both, he'll play a strong team against Boreham or Accrington. I know that their game got postponed, didn't it? Do you so think that would be his get out of jail free card that's still in the cup? Yeah, I think it has to be. He's now else, has he? Mm, fair point, fair point, wicked mm. Alright, so where are you right now? Are you Jesse in or Jesse out before I let you go? I, I, I'm I, overall I, I don't think he's done enough for me but I'll, I think he, he's earned a stay of execution He's what, sorry? Earned a stay of execution Right, right. so you think he's under, under still, still under as much pressure as before tonight because we're expected to win anyway you'd, you'd expect to beat Cardiff but I think I think the big match of all the matches that have been coming up is definitely Brentford. And we're going to need to score three goals in that game to win, I think. <laughs> <laughs> or four, potentially. Um, brilliant. Sal, thank you ever so much for joining us, mate. I really Cheers. appreciate you Thanks. jumping on. Uh, I'll catch up with you soon. Thanks ever so much, Definitely. mate. Cheers. Cheers, mate. There's Sal. Uh, so, uh, yeah, would you two guys agree? Do you think Do you think we've got... Do you think we've got... Um, sorry, do you think Jesse's... Uh, extended his stays. Has tonight made any difference whatsoever, Charlie? Not, not for me. I'm still Marsh out. I've been Marsh out f- from relatively early on. I don't like the formation at all. I, I will agree with Sal to a slightly good. I think he earned a stay of execution when he won the um, Liverpool and, and Bournemouth games. I think he deserved that, especially the Liverpool win. But for me, there's still too many issues at the back. And I don't want to bring it down too much tonight because we have yeah, a yeah. good win. We are going to come on to the positives in a bit. Well, I promise you, if anybody was listening. Uh, the, 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 the two goals we let in are symptomatic of, of the issues we've had defensively all season. Um, and I don't think he's addressed that. And and if Verba gets has got an injury, then that's difficult because that's not Marsh's fault, is it? That's just happens. But no. um, uh, that needs just, addressing rapidly for me. Just on that, Charlie, I, I think you're being a little bit harsh on Marsh and his tactics because I think both of those goals tonight were, were were avoidable and I don't think that comes down to Marsh. I think Luke Allen should have put his foot through that first oh, one. Had all yeah, the time. Yeah, hundred, yeah, mate, I absolutely agree with that. And, and individually, the num- you, you said before, that start early about the number of individual errors. But mm-hmm. part of that is down to you're, he's asking them to play in a certain way. Look at look at the errors Melier made last season when Bielsa was asking him to play football, and we accepted that because they, they weren't generally hurting us. These errors this season are killing us, yeah. um, and and I also think we've had some great results, but Chelsea could have been two up before they gifted us the first goal. Then we went on to hammer them. So That's right. brilliant win, but we got lucky first twenty minutes. The Liverpool game, they should have they should have been out of sight before we got a brilliant win. But you know those two wins could not have been wins, and then we really are. Well, we're just, rock, rock bottom then, aren't we? Yeah, just on that though. I mean, it's it's very it's easy it's easy to say we shouldn't have won this, but then then you flip reverse that, and there's probably more points we should have picked up in games where we've played yeah. better. Um, oh, yeah. So you know, it's it's. It's you know it's it's all relative in it and 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 unfortunately that's football you you do there is going to be a win and loser most times yeah, and, and often a draw but 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 I would I would argue that based on performances we probably dropped more points than we probably picked up yeah yeah we should have beaten yeah. Southampton we should have beaten yeah. West Ham Villa Arsenal we should have we should have beaten Villa should have beaten Arsenal and we were three two up with what eight minutes to play against Spurs away should have won that as well um, yeah, so there's a yeah. lot of points there. 
And, and arguably, Lou, Lou's absolutely spot on there. But arguably, we should have won. If if we'd have won those games, we'd be better off in the league because we're not really yeah. competing with Chelsea and Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. We're competing Completely with agree. Southampton, Villa, etc. That's my agree. frustration. Ah, uh, yeah, I, and I, I, I completely, I, I, I feel it, and I, I, I do, I, I, I respect it, and I, it's just, it's, it is difficult. They are, they're the, the to use the term loosely, the six pointers. They're the teams in and around us in the league that we, that we're, that you know, that we're up against and we're dueling with. When, when I, you're quite right. I mean, it might end up being Liverpool and Chelsea this year, the way they're playing, like. But um, I guess we'll. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. See, um, right, I'm just very quickly going to get Mr. Russ... Mr. Journalist, uh, journalist, massive. Uh, get him in and let him see what he's going to say on it. Because he's always got something good to say. He's a real good lad. Everybody, say hello to Russ. Yeah, hello. How are you doing, guys? <laughs> How are we doing, Russ? Hey, oh, good, mate. Thank you. <laughs> lose, lose, lose. <laughs> right then, mate. Come before on. What can you tell us? Before I start on the how far the game went tonight, Jesse Marsh has been speaking about Max Verber as well. I want to know is. How he's after going off injured tonight. He, yes. he says he asked him and he said he doesn't think his hip is too bad because he went off with an hip injury tonight. He says Pascal was carrying a knock, a knee a knock on his knee, that's why he, he wasn't risked. Robin Cock and Liam Cooper were also carrying knocks as well. And he says getting Lewis and Estera back was good. And he's also mentioned Rutter tonight as well. And he said Rutter has looked good in training. He was asked if Rutter would be playing on Sunday and he says he's still to get him to 100%, he'll adapt quickly, he would anticipate he's in the squad and and he'll be thinking about using him from the bench on Sunday against Brentford. Who needs fucking Jeff Stelly now when we've got Russ? Eh? Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's a wrap, Luke. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Thanks for that that uh, concise and clear update. Uh, everybody, uh, I'd like, yeah, if you want to say thanks, you can to Russ. Great, thought, great block. I thought, um, said, uh, I thought you said he had a nip injury. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> a nip injury. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, right then, Russ. Thoughts then? Happy with that performance? Yeah, good performance. I think the goals, the penalty one, which it looked like he Robinson's arm first and then on to, on to Rock, like... Well, Mr. Knox on to Rocker, so I think that could have gone 50-50. Lee Dixon, who on commentary tonight, thought that first goal that got decided in the first half for Cardiff was onside when he was clearly in the eye line of Melier. So 
that was rightly disallowed there as as well. And good goes from non-Totten. I've been impressed with him ever since he's started. And I was speaking to my dad earlier as well, Luke, and we were saying, when we've got all those players fit, what's Marsh going to say <laughs> is best front line is because we've got... I've seen people mention quite a few people for his front line in the chat tonight, but we've got like, so some of who's are injured as well. We've got Arsenal play tonight. Brendan Arsenal came off of the bench as well. Yeah. Bamford, Rutter, Nonto, Rodrigo. Arison, Rodrigo. It's a great then, edit to then, have, though, but also, someone we haven't had for a long time. Yeah, and then also. And Phillips, got... the Yorkshire Polo. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've also, and then we've also got Perkins and Joseph from the under 21s coming through and yeah, been in yeah. and around the first team squad as well. So that's the front line's going to be a big headache for him when he's, everyone's fit. And hopefully, Cooper's fit on. Hopefully, Cooper or Verbis fit on Sunday to, and Cork to come back, back in. And I think. <laughs> And I think with some of the signings that we've that we've made this window so far, I think we've some good signings. And I know that he gets a lot of sticks sometimes, Luke, in the me from our fan base. But tonight, for me, Firpo had a fantastic game. I don't think he put a full Firpo was good tonight at all. He had a good game defensively and was good going for good going forward when he had the chance. I know Cardiff didn't really lay a glove on us defensively, but when we had to defend. When they did get forward, Firpo defended real well down the left hand side. I'm still not That's... convinced with Rasmus Christensen arrived bad though. I'd have probably like to see drama in there, but I think the reason why we didn't see drama tonight, even on the bench, is because he played the full 90 minutes on Monday. 21s. Yeah. 2 1 defeat to West Brom. That's right, Russ. Take a breath, mate. Uh, <laughs> we'll, um, yeah, just, just on the Firpo, one thing that does concern me. The best two games he's probably had for Leeds, um, he's been playing a week, much weaker opposition. And it's all good and well, but him being good when we're controlling games, um, which Barcelona used to do a lot of the time, probably why they signed him, because they knew they were going to be in possession of the ball for probably 70% of the game the majority of the time. Um, but we're not. And we're, we're not Barcelona. And, 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 we need somebody who can defend, which is why Pascal Stroik's been more successful out there for us. Um, and and he, he can't, he just simply can't defend, uh, not for 90 minutes. And I think that's why that's why we see the best of him. Cardiff away, he was he was arguably man of the match. He should have had a goal that was handled on the line. He's he, he, great flick into Perkins for, for, for the equaliser. Um, but yeah, Junior Firpo still hasn't convinced me that he's really a footballer. I'm sure he is Eddie Murphy. <laughs> um, he's, but yeah, look, I think he's a midfielder. I think he's a midfielder, quite simply. That he he he's not good enough defensively, um, and he's not better than the midfielders we've got. But he is a midfielder. Um, yeah. I, I, I I just or a wing back with a back five. He could it, that could work. I could see that working. Ex exactly. He's not what but, we need, is he? He's not what no, we absolutely. need this season. No. No. He, no. He's he, he's behind an injured Dallas, really, at left-back, isn't he, almost? <laughs> yeah. Um, right, on to the positives there then, Rush. You, you touched upon Willie Nonto, or Willie Nonto, or whatever you call him. Um, I, f I think Sal called him Notto or Noki or something. But, um, but yeah, we, we, we the, there were a lot of positives. And, and probably my biggest positive, certainly of... of, of of the last couple of games, he's, he's seen Paddy Bamford back enjoying hitting the underman bag. He's a massive player for us. Um, and 
while people have written him off and said we need to sign a new striker, you know, we've all been guilty of it. To have him coming back, he's not to to add healthy competition for that number nine spot week in week yeah. out. Is going to be nothing but positive for us moving forward. I think, and um, we'll yeah. probably see probably see a better version of Rodrigo for it. We'll probably see a better version of Bamford for it, and we'll also see hopefully this router come in and and start tearing it up as well. So, um, but let's so look, be honest, none of us none of us care if uh, Rutter's sat on the bench if Bamford's banging the goals in. Absolutely not. Care. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as long as we're winning. Yeah, absolutely. And like I was saying, Bamford now three goals in two games after his goal on Friday night away at Villa as well. So that's three goals in two games. Good confidence boost to take him to the Brentford game as well. And he said after the game he was happy to be back amongst the goals at Ellen Road and just be playing at Ellen Road as well. And I think that's what we've missed his presence up front. I know... Rodrigo's tried his best up there while he's been out injured, but when when he plays, you 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 notice it on Friday against Villa. You saw how much back the Villa defence was sat when Bamford came on, and our midfield behind Bamford pushed on when he came on 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 Friday. He leads our press from the front, which then enables his midfield to get forward, which and then leaves the two defensive midfielders to push forward as well, which is good. And then they've got a bit harder to get. To get through, whereas Rodrigo, he don't press as much. And there's times where we put a ball into the box tonight, and where we'd expect Rodrigo to be on end of. Only Rodrigo will put it in, and Bamford would have been in there to put him back in there on because the six-yard box to Christensen putting from the right hand side in the first half, which went just flying across the back post for Nanto, which just which he couldn't get on end of. But Bamford, if Bamford had been in there, it'd probably it'd have been a tapping for Bamford. Like <laughs> that's where he likes to be in, in around that six yard box when yeah. coming into the box. Look, spot on, mate. Take a breath. Uh, <laughs> you, you, always, you always look like you're going to run out of air to me, Russ. I get worried. I have to send, send a ventilator well, around. We're all going. <laughs> breathe, breathe, please. Um, yeah, it's look, it, it's it's a it's a great headache to have. I think for and, and it's something as I said while you were I, I, sorry, rudely interrupted you, but it's Charlie. We've not had realistically a fit attacking line where we've had the novelty and I know Nonto was signed for the youth and I know Somerville was signed for the youth but they've stepped up and they've proven they can do it for the first team and and they're first team players now full stop for me um but 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 yeah what a great headache to have um and who 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 based on current form would be your starting front four then so so to, for Sunday so I'm assuming yeah. We need to ease Bamford in, and therefore yeah. he would be on the bench. So I start with Rodrigo up front. Yeah. Um, for me, I would have Harrison and Willie on the flanks, and then Harrison probably down the middle. But I, I do think um, in a, in in a few weeks' time, so a month, whatever, um, get them all fully fit. I would prefer Bamford up front as the number nine. And can you make it work with Rodrigo as a ten? I don't know. Um, but I would still keep Willie on one of the flanks and Jack Harrison if he's playing well or Sinisteri um, on the flanks. But you've got Somerville as well. So you've got two start, two come off the bench. Somerville's out for a month, so he won't be playing this right. weekend. But, but we've now got some proper depth. So even when they come back in a month's time, you've got two great wingers coming off the bench. But this is where Marsh needs to change it and make sure they are properly out wide, not pissing about all in the 18-yard box tram lines because that's shit. 
and he yeah. needs to get them playing with width. They play with width, then you've seen what happened with that Villa goal was a cracking goal because it came from width, front and yeah. back. And and today, okay, they had more space today. So today's not the best example, but going forward, there's a lot to be positive about, and there's now some strength in depth. Because now we can all debate who's that front four. So everybody else will have a different front four. And that's great because it means we've got options. But yeah. if we start debating yeah. the back five or the back four, whichever way you want to look at it, we've probably all got different ideas, but it's best of the worst. Whereas <laughs> it's Do you know what I mean? It's positive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Completely Is that the reason we stayed up? Is that the reason we stayed up, Charlie? When... They me, decided is, yeah. to go when 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 we decided to go with whip, uh, yeah. You know, there's because the, the, the theory the theory that they've all gone right. Let's just do what we know. Yeah, hundred um, percent for me. At half time in that Brighton game, they all went. This is a crock of shit. Playing four two two two. Get it out wide. Uh, KP start pinging it about. We got the equaliser against Brighton, I think it was, and then at, at Brentford, I think. Marsh deserves a little bit of credit for putting Greenwood in because he had a great game that day. And the rest yeah. of it was width and slightly Brentford imploding with that, um, whatever that knobhead is that got sent off, came off the bench, scored a goal, took his shirt off and then clattered Raf two minutes later. Canos. Yeah, well, yeah, brilliant. So proper, great proper for us. Yeah, so, you know, we, we did get a bit lucky with that, but I think the players reverted to type and I think Marsh probably is letting them play with a bit more width now, either because they're saying they're doing it anyway, or he's finally yeah. realising that's actually a positive. Yeah. Well, what have we, who, who are the players we've been talking about tonight? When, and, we, and we've won a game 5-2. Yeah. We're talking about our wide players. Yeah. We're talking about a game where we've scored five yeah. goals. Uh, mm. Let that be a lesson to you. that, And we can do that to, to bottom-half teams. We can probably do that in periods of games to top-half teams with width, with our players in the middle and Adams and Rocker are solid, we can win games. And, you know, let's 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 stay up, let's um let's put some points on the board and we'll assess the uh, the defence in the summer and bring in some some yeah. potential quality um in those departments because at the minute I'm worried about the the, the right side. I I I'm worried about Alien. I don't think Christensen's good enough. And now we're talking about Cody Drama again, who I also don't think is is, is the answer. So we do have some worries there. But yeah. but what we're saying here is about where our strengths lie, are our wide players who are brilliant. Question then. Question. Do you feel do you feel we have tweaked something then based on, on how we played tonight? Do you th- or do you think we were just that in control? They had the freedom to play wider. Do you think we will see a little bit more with come Sunday on to Brentford? Or do you think we might revert back to the, the, the slim penis, whatever you want to call it, the uh, uh, and almost be forced in because we're playing a better level of opposition? Well, we have to stick to what we've done tonight. And we saw, I think we saw a lot more energy from, from the team tonight. And yeah. when when Leeds do play in white at home, I feel like when we're working hard on and off the ball with those white shirts flying about, it's a lot more obvious. Um, yeah, no, and, I completely. Uh, and I think no, that's, sorry. that's what we, we did. That's what that's what I think we did tonight. And yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. Do, do, do yeah, you comp- think we're playing more with flu? Do you think yeah, we're playing def- more with? No, de- Luke, sorry. Oh, yeah, I I, I I I I did, and I do, but I think we I think. 
we only tend to do that when we feel like we've got control of the game. So when our the players who are playing wider have when they're playing a better opposition, I don't think they, they trust their inside men as much. So they feel they've got to add that additional support mm. in the press. You can see whoever it is, whether it be Gnonto or Harrison or whoever's on on that side, when the press is when the press is is sort of sprung. You'll almost see them take an extra couple of steps to their inside, so they have to play the ball round the outside of them. Yeah, they didn't do that tonight, and I don't know whether that was a tactical change or whether because they didn't feel they needed to because they were only playing Cardiff and were one nil up after twenty six seconds. I don't know. That was my question. Be- I think. I think do it has something changed? Has something been tweaked, or was it just the level of opposition that made it look like we were a little bit wider, maybe because we had so much freedom? I'm wondering I think be if it's a bit, bit of both. Look, I think it could be a bit of both. I think Marsh may have said, look, in this game, look at the opposition. Maybe we can get our better joy, better out wide of them. But, but also, if needs be, stick to what we know as well. Since we've told you as well, come inside if need be as well. But use the width if you think you can get past your full back. I think Marsh may have said, if you think you can get past, go wide. If not, just go through just playing the pockets like I've toy in between and do one twos as we saw towards the back end of the game as well. Yeah, the passing was slicker. I'd be interested to know if any of the the BBC radio journalists, Phil Hay, any of those boys ask Marsh the question tonight if he did decided he did did he change anything? Um, I don't think he'll give too much away in that respect because he doesn't want anybody to go, well, we've, we've been saying and the fan base has been saying this is what we need. So I think he'll protect his pride to a certain yeah. extent um, yeah. and we'll have, to, we'll have to make our own minds up about it. But yeah. I would be interested to know if any of those guys have asked the question to him tonight yeah. about that. Just had a comment here for you, Charlie. With no, with and I think look, I think Charlie was agreeing here. We have, we played, we played similarly, but we didn't get the result at, at Villa. We played well. We played with a little bit more width at Villa, um, because we were the better side as well. Uh, we have been playing with width, and and you're saying news that it depends on the opposition. So, um, I don't think it does. I think I think we started this season playing very very narrow, and we've slightly got wider and wider and I think tonight was the widest I've seen us play all season I'll be honest yeah. um, I, I... 100% so what I'm saying is it was very very narrow until the last two or three games I think Willie Nonto has been a big part of that because he naturally hugs that touchline doesn't he and he yeah. does play down the middle at times and the, and the ball through um, for uh, Somerville. Somerville's goal um, yeah. was, was central but but Willie's natural position for three quarters of the game is out wide. And I think that's created more width. So it, I, I think that width has increased in the last two or three games, definitely mm. since the World Cup break. Absolutely. And I think I think I think that reflects in in the performances and, and, and Jesse desperately saying, look, the performances are getting better, but we're not getting the results. And 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 that is football sometimes. But if if we can now start turning those performances into points, I think I think, obviously, he'll keep his job. But I think there'll be, I think the, you know, the Marsh out brigade and everybody who, who thinks he's not tactic, you know, tactically qualified to to manage Leeds United might might change their opinion because I feel like we've been the better side in quite a lot of games, um, and and be and been quite unlucky uh, this season. In in short, I mean, there's been games where we've been absolute dog shit, and I'm not going to fucking beat around the bush because because we have been poor. Leicester away. Um, from from memory and 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 one or two others, but but I, I 
I don't know. I, I, do I think he's the right man to take us to the next level? No, I don't. I don't think he's good enough to take us to the next level. But I think what with the group of players that we've got now, and certainly with the new signings, I think we've got a squad that that's already playing all right, playing decent stuff. We just need to be first of all more clinical, and then we need to have some 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 you know some consistency to our performances as well. Because you know we we just seem to have one or two good games, and then we we throw it away, but with a fucking absolute diabolical performance. The, the, the other thing I'd say is I've been critical of the board as well, especially Orta. And, and I think um, they've, they have now backed Marsh where they didn't back Bielsa last season. And you can get into a debate about where the money's coming from and all of that. But Marsh can't say he hasn't been backed in this window. Fair point. With, with, you know, are any of us unhappy with the signings we've made this window? Not so far. I'm happy with the ones we've yeah. made so far. I'm happy with those. I've not really, I've not really seen Rutter play before. Yeah, but with Verb, I've seen him a couple of times now. But both, both games, I've seen him against Cardiff in the first game, against Villa, and and again tonight. And I'm happy with him so far. And since Verb has been on the pitch, he is, we have not Looks conceded, right, and we've not conceded a goal with him on the pitch. As soon as he goes, as soon as he went off tonight, we conceded the two goals. Yeah, fair point. So, and when he came on against Villa, we didn't concede. The goals against Villa, we conceded the goals because he was off the pitch against Villa because he sat on the bench in that game. And for me, with the marching out, because I know you probably asked me that a bit later, but for me, I think he could be a decent manager for us, but I don't think now was the right time for him to come in. I'd have probably gone with someone, say, because I know Dash was out of work when, or was coming towards the end of his Burnley, but someone of, maybe not Dash, but so I'm wondering whether we're waiting to get rid of Marsh as soon as Sir Potter gets Russ, that from Chelsea. Russ, Russ, I love you, mate, but don't be bringing Dyche into this <laughs> argument, mate. Come on. <laughs> but I'm wondering Never. if we, but we pot, but also for me, look, I'm wondering if we're waiting to see like Sir Potter could lose his job at Chelsea. I wonder if we're waiting to fe- potentially fetch him in. So, but another one nope. which I think would be a good shout for us, Ange Postacoglu at Celtic, yeah. I think he could be. Yeah. A decent manager for us, but I don't think well for Marsh. I don't think I think he's would be a good manager for us, but I think he was the wrong time when he came in. Mm. I think Fair maybe point. Fair two, point. two another manager, so another couple of managers in first, stabilising the Premier League, and then maybe fetch him and see what he can do. Then after we've had two or three years in the Premier League, I know we've had this is third year now, but after Bielsa, I mean another two or three years after Bielsa had left, then maybe fetch. Yeah, and then, yeah. I, I think. Go on, Charlie. I was going to say, Ange Postacoglu, whatever his name is, would, would be uh, would be, I think, fantastic for us. Um, uh, let's face it, we're a bigger club, we're a bigger league. Um, get him down here; he, he'd come tomorrow. Yeah, I think I think somebody uh, I was on one of I think it was Joe's podcast. Well, yeah, it was, was Joe's, but I can't remember who said it on Joe's podcast. Somebody said the other day, it might have been Chris actually from All These TV, who, who suggested that Jesse might actually be the man before the man to take us forward. And actually, they brought Jesse in, but they don't know that he's not the man. But actually recognising that they brought him in, that he's not quite the man. So then the, the board have to go out and get somebody of, uh, you know, of, of, of top, top level. So, um, look... He's done enough tonight. He's, he's kept us all relatively positive. We've got we've got to take the positives out of that. Positives are our forwards are scoring. We've got some exciting talent. 
Um, we've beaten Cardiff. Uh, we're into the we're into the next round against. We don't know yet because their game is postponed. Um, Look, I can tell people the Bollingwood Accrington replay will now be played next Tuesday at seven forty-five at Accrington's ground. And Sam had to face on commentary said it'll be played on the Saturday. But I think I think the world feed selections have been held back for for whoever we get through whoever we get to be playing possibly at half past twelve on the Saturday. I think for one of the world feed games around the world at half past twelve. For us. Who we the, the I mean the, the winner when we play the winner of that. Is that right, Yeah, Russia? when we play the winner. Oh, yeah. yeah, when we play the winner, I think he's going to be a top. I think with the World Freedom, possibly BBC, are keeping that free to be off 12 around the world, potentially on the red button. Like some of the games are on the red button. Like the Tottenham Portsmouth game are on the red button in, in the third round. I think BBC have held that back for potentially Spot our on. game. Spot on. Well, that, Spot well, on. That replays 24 next Tuesday night. So keep your check Perfect. out. On so everyone first. get watching. Get watching. Let's all cheer for Boreham Wood, eh? I've got an action I've got an Accrington fan, Luke, actually, oh no. And I and I <laughs> said to him after the draw came out, he went, I went interested indeed because he put two eyes emojis on Messenger. And I went, I'm hoping Bowman would win, actually. And I went, you would, you. <laughs> <laughs> Great story. <laughs> um, right, let's just fly through a few of the comments. We've had loads <laughs> coming tonight. Uh, Russ, you've been absolute diamond, mate. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll no doubt see you again very, very soon. Uh, yeah. Thanks for all your stats, statistics and updates and everything. You're an absolute yeah. and just hero. Google, he yeah. mentioned about Rodrigo as well, because he was asked about Rodrigo tonight and his performance tonight as well. He says, maybe the best performance he's seen from a striker last Friday. And I told him that even... In not scoring, he did, he did everything for the team about the game against Aston Villa. That's what Marsh said about, about him there. He was asked about Nonto's price as well, because we paid four million to sign Willie Nonto in the summer. And he asked, what's his value now? And more than four million. Always ought to say, transfer market has different values. As a manager, I like working with young, explosive, attacking talent. And they have tried to provide them with confidence in how we play football. That's just another couple of quotes from Jesse Marsh tonight. Perfect, and, mate. Thank and you. And I think so much. if he takes anything less than four points from his next two games, I think those that could see the end of Jesse Marsh at Ellen Road. But I'm hoping we get six points in the next two because I don't like seeing our team fail and his manager to to be sacked. So well said. That, fingers crossed. So fingers crossed. And if anyone's at the game on Sunday and you see us around, come and say hello because I'll be there on Sunday against Brentford. I'll be there, Russ. I'll come and say hello, mate. Cheers, buddy. See you later, man. <laughs> See you later, bud. Jesus. Absolute legend is, man. The enthusiasm that boy has. Whether it's 11 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the morning, he's there, mate. He doesn't mess about. He's such an hero. Fantastic. He's, he's great. Uh, yeah, we'll just fly through a few, a few of these comments, Charlie, uh, before we close off then tonight. But uh, lots to look forward to. Um, Willie, Willie Di Canio, what a find, what a player. Yeah. Such a special player. Um, the G is silent. I suppose that's to me because I pronounce everyone's names wrong. So I'm guessing his name's Willie Nonto, is it? Uh, mate, I don't know either. It'll do. <laughs> we all know who we're talking about, don't we? Phenomenal performance. I don't care if Nonto uh, will miss that one just in case we upset some people. Um, uh, I wish Luke was silent, Smarty. Say, Cheers, Jay. 
You're getting a bit of stick here, lad, aren't you? Yeah, I always do, mate. Leave them to it. Let, let, let them enjoy themselves. Right, great team performance. Hope the board stays strong in the summer because top European teams will be sniffing around non-term Meslier. It goes, look, it goes yeah. with it goes with the you know we're not we're not one of those top European teams at the moment, um, and it goes with with, with and everybody's got a price. And 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 look, if we one thing we won't do is is hold back a player from and make shows with Calvin and no, and Raf. Exactly. You know, we're not going to hold them back, yeah. are we? Um, so, Michael Brown says, if the 49ers increase their stake in the club, I can see them providing more funds for the club to recruit more players. Look, it looks that way. And I listen to, do you listen to Jer, Jer's podcast? No, but I've heard clips of it um, about where the money's coming from. So, I think um, it does look like the 49ers are putting this money in, doesn't it, ahead of the takeover. So, yeah. wait and see. Yeah, it's it's it certainly looks positive. I think I think there's there's a fine line with with for me uh, with this with this full takeover, shall we say? Um, and it's it's about it's about holding on to you know some of the club and and, and our and our and our identity, I suppose. Um, for me, because we've seen you know teams like Spurs and West Ham and everything moving to these shiny new stadiums and they're absolutely horrible. They're, they're, they're horrible to go to. Um, they're, they're, they're effectively music venues with a football pitch on and yeah. and and it's it's not they're not it's not a nice experience. Um, however, Joe, when spoken to, he did he did sort of convince me and, and, and sort of sort of let me know, I suppose, that, that that it would be a redevelopment of Ellen Rose. So it wouldn't be a running track on there. It wouldn't be a brand new soulless ball in the middle of in the centre of Leeds. Not sure where, like, but yeah. So, um, so yeah. Look, I think uh, the board aren't going to take us to the next level. The current board and 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 something like this needs need does need to give if yeah. we want to progress and keep going moving forward. So, um, we've no, already seen that. that one. Agree with Cheers, that. Cheers, Ross. Um, Kevin Marson says we should have had eight tonight at least. Yeah. Uh, but that aside, we should be positive about Bam Bam's three and three, three and two. Yeah, from the bench, Willie saying no more. Rod firing and Sydney's back. Yeah, as I said, loads to look forward to. Um, a bit on Jesse and thoughts on this one. Uh, it's hard when we are not keeping sheets. He gets blamed for our poor quality in the back. Do you think that sits with the players? That in uh, actually, what where would you put the? The level of blame in in terms of the the, the, the not necessarily defensive, but the goals that we concede are, are they are they probably fifty fifty with the individual th- mistakes and the style we play? Uh, yeah, probably. I think I think some of the mistakes come from him, him wanting us to play very narrow, um, and and always trying to get them to turn inside. I think is 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 wrong. If you go wide, if you make a mistake out wide, you've got two or three more chances to correct it. If you make a mistake in the middle, look at the um, was it Cox pass or Cooper's pass to Cock um, in the last? Was it West Ham? I forget the home game was now, but um, where they just ran through the middle and scored at will. Man City, I think it was. It, you know that that's partly to do with style, and then it's just a shit pass. So it's a bit of both. But I do think the board needs some criticism there. You know, great they've bought Verber in now as a left back, but until he's coming, we haven't bought. Or hadn't got a left back in the club over the age of eighteen, apart from Furpo, and we've all got That's our views right. on him. So they have been, um, they have been neglectful of the right parts of the team, and that's on Victor Orta, stroke Rads to say 
We need a bloody left back. We've only got one in the club over the age of 18. And by the way, he's shit. Or mm. whatever, you know. So so some of that's on the board. Some of that's on Marsh with his style. Um, we should have by now properly replaced Ailing and Cooper. And, and okay, Ailing had a shocker today, but I still think he's our best right back. And that shouldn't, yeah, agree. Be, the, that shouldn't be the position. You know, that, the goal that was disallowed at half-time, the corner, we need a big dominant centre half who goes and heads everything for fun. They don't need to be, mm. do much else. They just need to go and head everything for fun all day long. And the, the ironic thing is that uh, the glad who was signed at left back was doing that. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and, and this is it, isn't it? So let's hope he's not out for long. But and, and this is the reason why, for me, Cooper is still getting picked and probably should still be getting picked because he's the, the one who organises and leads at the back. So whoever the longer-term replacement for Coops is, has to be a leader and an organiser. I don't necessarily want them playing a lot of football. I want them heading everything and booting mm. it. And not, you know, not 1980s football, but a bit of, you know, a bit of um, do the basics really well and let other players do the passing and the creative stuff. Would you say a Connor Cordy type player? Somebody along those lines? Uh yeah, I, I I think he's not great in a back four, but that, mm. but someone who is that sort of style, know, yes. Yeah, and dare I say it, even Maguire from Scum, if if mm. if he was available, which I don't think he is now, but he, you know he he's no good when he's standing a long way up the pitch, as we see for England. But when he's deep, he'll just edit away and he'll boot it, and and that and we need a bit of that, but mm. we need some leadership in there as well. So. Um, I think that's it. there's a fine line in there that that we need to that we need to we need to accommodate bringing this youth through and 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 you know growing and blooding this youth, but also we're losing some really influential players when you when you when you especially when you're talking about replacing Cooper and Ailing, yeah. you know that's that's ultimately our leadership group. Um, yeah. But we've just we've just lost click. You look at Hernandez and Alioski and and other players we've lost it recently, and we've not really replaced with much, apart from this Werber who, who was the captain where where he's come from, yeah. Tyler Adams as well, international captain. So he, it, he's superb, by the way. He's top top drawer. He's a great he's a great signing and arguably more important to us than Willie. Willie will get all the headlines. Tyler will just mm -hmm. do his work. Bat Batty esque. Yeah. And I know, I've, mm -hmm. you know, some of the earlier pods I've heard you lads talking about him, but yeah, yeah, um, minimum of fuss, just get on with it, um, do the basics really, really well, and that's uh, for me. That's what we need now is a centre half and a left back. Verba, notwithstanding injury and all that, carry on. We'll see him long term, but that's the bit we now need uh, next window because I don't get any more this window. Next window, we yeah. need a proper centre half. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. Um, Couple more then. Evening, boys. Glad's done great tonight. Brilliant going forward, but worried about the defence, especially now Warble maybe out. I think we just yeah. Russ has touched on that. I'm not sure when he sent that, what time it was, but yeah, Russ said it's not too serious, and he says he thinks he'll be all right. Yeah, great to see Bamford back uh, and enjoying football and scoring again because the last time he came back, he wasn't hundred uh, percent. He was look, he looked laboured, he looked tired, uh, but these cameos and scoring in these cameos and doing the world of good. What, yeah. what, 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 what do you think? Yeah, mate, agree. And and as much as I'd like to see a fully fit Paddy back in starting on Sunday, I would, whilst Rodrigo, I said it earlier, whilst Rodrigo's scoring, let Paddy play on the bench, come off 20 minutes, 30 minutes, build him up nice and steady. And then if, if Rodrigo has five games in a row, he doesn't score, then that's Paddy's chance. But give him time and get him right. Yeah, 
completely agree. Um, one major comment here from Smarty, who's uh, who's been tonight, so he, he couldn't jump on, but he knows he's late to the party. But surely everyone kind of done a U-turn on Marsh after beating a wank bottom of the champ side. If he beats Brentford, that's a good start. But fuck me, I don't think anybody's saying that, Smarty. I think we've been quite uh, quite sensible in 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 the. Uh, in the dissection of tonight's game, and we, you know, we, we, we're not we're not naive. We know it was only Cardiff that we should have been beating. We had a strong side out there, a weak side. You know, we should have probably won that game on another day, eight and nine nil. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but, um, I, 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 I think we have been fair. I think I, I'm still I'm still in the Marsh out camp, but you know, credit where it's due. We've just scored five. All right, last five yeah. minutes was a bit of a shit show, but yeah. I'm happy tonight. So. I go to work tomorrow, happy. Yeah, I'll take half uh, now. Yeah, <laughs> and if you know any Cardiff fans, at least you can gloat for a day or two. So, uh, I'll find uh, them. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Twitter will find them. Just go on Cardiff yeah. City's football page and then just look at their comments and then go at somebody. That's what I do when I'm bored. <laughs> um, Marshing camp here uh, from Martin. Uh, Bandy's obviously the, with the opposite view, Marsh out, I would imagine. But um, yeah, look, let's summarize. I think, I think all in all, Good feeling to, to score five goals at home, uh, march on into the next round where we've got a favourable time moving forward. Hopefully this can be our our turning point, if you like. I think it's been a long time coming and we've needed, you know you know what, what it's like, form is temporary and it's so hard to get out of whether you're losing or winning. It's it's really, really difficult for a for a, for a, for, for any sportsman or, or any club to, to get out of that form. So this could be that turning point. And I know it is only against a sh- as Smite said against a shit um Cardiff side, but it had to happen sometime for me, Charlie. Mate, agree. You've got we've got to start somewhere. It can only beat what's in front of you and all those old cliches. Let's hope they get some confidence from this against Brentford, because you know, they're a decent side, as we know. We need some out of that game. Because if you can mm. can you imagine if we're two down after ten minutes? Ellen Road will yeah. just turn. We, we all know that. So we've got yeah. to get some out of that. And hopefully by taking the lead and either hanging on or or getting a draw. But um a defeat on Sunday is not gonna it's not gonna end well for Marsh. No, I think that'd be the worst case scenario for Marsh because then obviously we'd we'd, we'd gone off the back of this and then we go into into Forest away when realistically I think I think for me, we need four points from these next two games. First yeah. of all. For, if Jesse wants to keep his job, uh, but secondly, yeah. I think I think that's the minimum we should be taking from these two games. Either way around, I don't care if we get a draw at Brentford. I expect three at, at Forest away, um, and and vice versa. If we if we get three at home, I expect at least a draw away at Forest. So, um, so yeah, I think I think we've probably said enough there. It's it's kicking on. It's late at night. I've got an early start tomorrow. Um, thanks for joining us, Charlie. Really appreciate uh, you jumping on board. Thank you for inviting me on. Enjoyed it. No, pleasure. Thanks, everybody, in the comments, uh, as ever. Uh, thanks to Sal, to Russ and Big Lou as well for joining us tonight. Um, coming up, we will have... Uh, when do we play next? Sunday, don't we? So we may have a Sunday, Sunday 2 o'clock, isn't it? So it'll be a Sunday evening, Brad and Cook will be the next show. I'm not sure who's on that. I think it's Jay and Carl from memory. And then we'll be back next Tuesday with, with the main pod uh, Tuesday evening. So, uh Thanks ever so much. Do smash the like. Please do subscribe uh, if you do like what you see. If you don't, still do it anyway because it helps our numbers and it makes us a little bit happy. Uh, thanks ever so much, folks. Peace out. We will see you next, did I say Sunday after the game?
Sunday. Yeah, I think I think it's Sunday after the game anyway. Cheers, folks. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.